Did you watch? Oh. Did you guys watch the Conor McGregor fight today? I only saw the highlights. I only saw the oh, highlights. Man. And I, I was like, good, man. how the hell did his leg break like that? His leg got fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Above looked, the above the uh, what's the ball on the on the feet that ab- ball ab- above yeah. the ankle above right yeah, above, above the, the ankle. ankle it broke completely and it was disgusting out of all yeah. the leg breaks in MMA there's probably been like eight that was probably the most horrific one like the flick yeah. twisted on the spot and that was yeah. horrific like you just see yeah. his face contour but the yeah. fucked up thing is that it happened so quick you couldn't even see it, it was, yeah like for some reason suddenly i was like oh why is he on the ground i, I guess he got tired or did he clip him but yeah. then in the replays i was like oh then i saw him like pointing at his foot and i was like oh shit oh he got, yeah no, he got very was... lucky because his bone could have cut into his flesh and stuck yeah. out yeah. yeah no or worse it could have cut into a major blood vessel he could have bled out Internally, yeah, he could have bled out internally, and he wouldn't even notice. Yeah, that's the that, fucked up thing about internal bleeding is that you you might there's a high chance you might not even know you're bleeding. You're yeah, like, I'm yeah. fine. And that, like, was yes, the, dead. that was the second time a leg break happened this year. It's getting really common. Everyone in the MMA community is like wondering why is it <laughs> happening a lot now. It it's never happened. About, it's not about that. It, it's really about the genes because like there are people there who were, throw leg kicks on daily basis and they don't people. have an issue. Thai Brazilians. God bless the Thai people. Like they, they're legends at that. But oh, Connor yeah. has broke his leg, kicking Nate Diaz before, I think twice. But right. he, he has he has chipped his leg bone once because he kicked ah, Nate Diaz. So sure. he has weak bones in his legs. He can, uh, that's something he can't do anything about. I mean, couldn't he do that Muay Thai training where you toughen up your bones by kicking up like banana trees or rubbing a stick? To- Stick on the shin and stuff. Nah. Uh, the thing is, uh, is he, like, he, trained how in, he trained in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only he the trained. Brazilian fighters do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He trained and, a lot. But the and, thing is that that fight, he would have lost anyway. Uh, see, like from the first round, the dude was in complete control. And Connor wasn't. You could, Like Connor was doing something all right, but it wasn't regular Connor. It was... Uh, you could tell, like, he knew what was at stake in the yeah. fight. Right. So he wasn't trying to, like, fuck, it, fuck up. So he was, like, more cautious and, mm. I, at the same time, more anxious right. about, like, what could go wrong. And uh, and then he fucked up. But the dude was calm. He would clip him Dustin. when he could clip him. Yeah, Dustin Poirier just really, like, was in the zone. Mm. He he really overpowered Connor. Like, mm. I don't know. He went around, too. I, I don't know. This is MMA. Like, uh, he won the first round, but things would have gotten different from the four. I've, I've seen so many fights where I, I like, the whole internet agrees that he dominated, he would have lost it. Nah, dude, MMA is wild. I've seen fights MMA where... Uh, one shot at the end, like a lucky shot, you would fucking win. I've seen uh, Anderson Silva, Chael Sonnen. Dude, Anderson Silva, at this point, this fight happened probably seven years ago. He was on like a 14-win streak. He's the dom- He was the most dominant fighter. MMA. He's the Michael Jordan. He's the person yeah. of his kind. We're watching history, and the fight he almost lost was against the shit talker. The OG Conor McGregor, by the way. This man used to rip off uh, old WWF promos, and it got people to watch MMA. Uh, he the, dominated Anderson Silva for four and a half rounds. And we're like, oh my god, we are going to watch a new champion in a minute. Holy shit! And like in like a fucking Rocky movie, in like the fifteenth like second, uh, the fifteen last seconds of the fifth round, he gets him in a triangle choke out of fucking nowhere and wins with like four seconds left. It is one of the craziest comebacks. I bought it on DVD, motherfucker. And, but then turns out the guy was on steroids. His uh, the challenger. <laughs> so never mind. But yeah, MMA is wild, dude. Yeah, I, you no know one knows what would have happened if the fight went on. Uh, but that, but that brings up another issue that if you use too many, if you use steroids too often, oh, your terrible. bones go brittle. Is that right? Also, also you get back acne. It could yeah. possibly be. Yeah. Your liver is going to get fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, your bones could get fucked up as well. Your bones well short ter- the short term, though, is amazing. Yeah, Vitor Belfort. He was the first ever, he's the youngest UFC champion ever, 
back when like you know you would see uh, like a like a karate guy fight a mm uh, fight a jujitsu guy mm -hmm. and the jujitsu guy wearing gi. Uh, I think Vitor was the first ever UFC champion. He won it at 19. And from 19 to 30, he was really good. And then from 30 to 35, he was losing like six matches in a row. You're like, this is so fucking sad. This is depressing. And then he took TRT secretly and won four in a row. And he had one of the most amazing spinning head kick knockouts you've ever seen. Which raised the questions... Should we have an MMA league where everyone can just be on steroids? Because you kind of want to watch the legends still killing it at like thirty nine. Only if they <laughs> okay, like only if only yeah. if the steroids that they're using are on the record. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, like it's mm. like there's a semi medical or a paramedical uh, stat on the win that says on this particular gear. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. UFC himself or USADA provide the steroids and be like, yeah. all right, this is the steroid supply, right. this is how much you're going to get in a month, and blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah. USADA's weird. They're, they have some of the worst drug testing. I don't know they're about all, now. Uh, they're all a bunch of Dude, fucking Ricky, assholes. Ricky, yeah. back then, this yeah. is how a drug test would happen to an MMA UFC fighter. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just drinking coffee at a cafe, right? And it, I get a tap on my shoulder. Hey, I'm from USADA. I need to check your piss now. And then the, yeah. and then the fighter's like, hey, can I get like ID? No, no, no. You got to get it now. Stop, stop it. They have yeah. so much. So you're like, okay, I'll just piss in the fucking in the janitor's closet because the bathroom's full. And they and have to you, watch it. They watch you take a piss, man. And they're then you give very, your piss to the yeah. stranger who claims you're from USADA and it's completely okay. I they think are that's... And if you if you protest that, they'll report you. They're going to oh cause you trouble. They yeah. really enjoy the power that they have. But one thing like, I want to mention, like back yeah. to the point that like, you were talking about MMA being a fucking, like also is a game of chance in a sense. Right. Because completely. You, you don't get a good shot, yeah. even if completely. you're well prepared. Uh prime example of somebody having a chance brandon shop versus krokop do you guys know krokop is that his... you know oh, mirko uh philip uh mirko Kro uh filipovic krokop no no krokop yeah. is the nickname Krokop. dude this guy is from croatia and he while Has fighting devastating while fighting world. mma was a croatian swat officer God so damn. when he's not fighting or chasing for a fight, he's doing drug busts, kicking yeah. down doors, chasing like drug smugglers. So this is a mother tough motherfucking guy, man. This is a guy who works under pressure his entire life. Right. So if he he's not same, fighting, he said, uh, right leg. Yeah. So if he's not fighting, uh, he's fighting. Hello. He, oh, you got. He's, I felt. I think you got cut off for a second. He's never oh, okay. smiled. He looks like that blue Muppet with the big nose and then Grover? the big ass eyebrows. <laughs> this guy's uh, famous for his uh, head kicks. He had he it was the guy he was the first guy to be like to just make the head kicks like a thing. Like, dude, yeah. he would kick you in the head he like would. it was a it was a jab. That's how good his the kicks he would have for the head. He had a saying for these kicks. He said. Left leg, uh, he said left leg hospital, right leg, right, right leg morgue. Mm, yeah. Okay. He used okay. to do an axe kick, Rakeem. Axe kick. Holy he would shit. kick high up in the air, drop it down on you like a guillotine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, when, I was, when I was young, yeah. I used to do Taekwondo. I could do those. Oh, yeah, shit. This, guy, this guy's yeah. I would love to it's see him still fight. Weird. Steroids. He would <laughs> throw the kick in a, such a speed, you would be like so yeah. like stunned by that fucking shit. And the only person who could take those kicks was Fe Fedor. Fedor, I forgot Emilienko. his last name. Emilienko. The last emperor. Emilienko. Yeah, yeah. He just came back. Yeah, this year. the last like, emperor. He came back like two yeah. weeks ago. He, he, that guy, and he, the way his approach, Fedor's approach to that fight was basically that. Okay, I know the kicks are going to come. The only thing I can do is to tilt my head and lift up my shoulder so it will bounce off my head. Right, right, So right, he would right. take the kicks. But if you see, every time the guy would, he would just kind of tilt his head so it would just scrape the top of his head. That's how fucking tough this guy was. Yeah. This guy was and he won the fight against Korkop. But mm. back to Brandon Shop's thing. Mm, Brandon Shop fight this guy and brendan shop is known to be a shitty 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 fighter <laughs> okay yeah also a yeah. shitty comedian apparently 
off. Oh, n- not even a shitty. Shitty is an understatement, yeah. brother. Uh, like, just he's just a lucky guy who got a fucking Netflix special for a shitty, shitty stand-up special. I feel bad. Oh, that man. was his like bad. sixth, fifth year into comedy. Yeah, uh, that was his so third bad. year, I think, into comedy oh, or fifth okay. you year. Might, you but might be right. You might be right. Yeah, I think yeah. it was three years into comedy, and he got a deal from Netflix, and he did oh. it. And it was horrible. And I only feel bad for comedians who were there in the field more longer than him and didn't get the chance. Yeah. No, we'll talk about. Uh, I'm against that because just because he gets the opportunity doesn't mean you won't get one. There's enough for no, everyone. No, 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 no. I'm... Okay, okay, it's hang on. Let's yeah. stick to MMA first, but then okay. later let's okay. talk about uh, yeah. good comedians that should be on Netflix but haven't yeah. for whatever reason. All let's right. get so, back to that. Yeah, Brandon Job got a shot. Yeah, at Krokop, I think he was about to give him a Krokop was fucking him in the in the right. entire round. Yeah, literally fucked him up. Okay, Brandon was all in sh- bloodied up and bruised up and. At one point, Krokop like flinches a little bit. I think he was about to throw a kick. Yeah. And Brandon, you could tell the shot he was throwing wasn't really thrown to be a knockout shot. It was. It wasn't thrown with the intent. It was thrown to be thrown. Like I am right. desperate. I'm throwing yeah. a haymaker at you. I'm throwing yeah. a straight jab, right jab at you. And because I think Krokop either got too confident or just wasn't like just flinched for that split second. Yeah. This shot just lands perfectly on the sides of his face, and he gets knocked out. I think uh, it was a knockout where he, it was a knockout where he actually broke his ankle when he got knocked out. He oh. knocked out and he went down. So when he went down, his ankle was underneath him. So his ankle twisted one eighty. It's a classic uh, gif. It's a classic yeah. gif. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes down, breaks his ankle while he's out, oh. and uh, Brandon Shop wins the title. Immediately loses it after the next match. I don't know against who. Mm. But that's the thing is like he's known to not be a good fighter at all, and so he, he, MMA, he just got lucky, dude. And he just got lucky, as experienced as Krokop was mm. against this guy. He just the chance just happened to play a part, and he got knocked the fuck out. Got mm-hmm. to give the title to him, and mm-hmm. Brandon lost it immediately, but. Uh, that, that's Ronda, it. That's how chance works. Ronda, Ronda Rousey getting knocked out, you know, undefeated for like uh, 12, 14 fights. She was uh, she was winning most of the fight. I don't know where she just moved her head wrong, and Holly Holm just got a crow cop left head kick, and her career. Yeah, she I gotta MMA. say, Ronda didn't lose that fight because of luck. Ronda lost that fight because she, because yeah. Holly Holm really outmatched her. Damn, I don't remember that fight. I mean, it's a bit of a cliche now, but Ronda Rousey's strike game and defense was not very good, right? And her attitude was also getting worse Mm. near the fight. And yeah, granted, she did say she was exhausted and she Mm. she got a lot of... Like, she had the world coming to her, basically. Mm -hmm. Every opportunity knocked on her door. She got a role in Expendables 2. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She... uh, she had commercials. She had uh, modeling opportunities. She got a right. shit ton of work handed to her immediately. SNL, and SNL, yeah, uh, hottest woman of the year, yeah, and then uh, all these talk shows. So she had a lot going for her. And then immediately she had to fight Holly Holm, and yeah. she also felt a little arrogant. Right, that's what I felt because it made me dislike her a little bit because she was right. going like. Oh, I know you're a do-nothing bitch. You're a do-nothing bitch. Yeah, you're a you're a fake. I know who's. I know you're a fake. So the attitude wasn't a fighter attitude. It was more like their her attitude was this: you owe me something, Holly. Yeah, yeah. And you suck. And I'm gonna take what you owe me. So you better let me hit you (laughs) in a way. Even mm. the way she would like approach her in the ring, I was like, oh, and like she like was all emotional and got into Holly Holly Holmes' face, like look her right in the eye, and Holly Holmes wasn't flinching at all, like wasn't flinching a bit, mm-hmm. and she gave her a head kick, like Ronda went for a takedown, Holly Holmes <coughs> just flew away. Ronda was like, and, what? And it turns out that Holly Holmes was actually a man. Fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Well, if that's a man, she's got the sexiest leg in the business. Legs in the business. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's a while. 
Yeah, and like wow. she just turned around and Holly Holm just gave her a Wu Tang pow. It is the, the same kick she received sport. from uh, Amanda Nunes. Uh, Amanda Nunes, when she fought Holly Holm, Amanda Nunes, she said that she intended on doing that, and I think she was right because she did the same kick to Holly Holm to knock her out. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still the champ. She's still, she's still the, the champ. She's still undisputed. <laughs> oh my gosh, she she's won double against champ. Cyborg. Is she yeah, double she's, champ? She's double champ, yeah. Oh my god, that is wow. <laughs> to be a champion in two different weight classes. The worst Jesus. one was that I couldn't believe she fought. Uh, I thought Cyborg would stand something well against her, but Cyborg, she Cyborg Yo, also I failed. swear Cyborg is just Vanderlei Silva. It, it, it just uh, dreads. What was that? Dana White got into trouble. Dana he said White got that? Dana White, yeah, Dana White got into trouble for. Uh, but by the way, this was prior to PC culture. So actually, Cyborg oh, comes into a show, and Dana White is all absolutely mad because she's. He goes like, he goes like, she looks like Anderson Vanderlei Silva coming, in, and he actually imitated her because she was saying is like, how how much steroid is she on? Yeah, and like he. He goes like she come in and she's that like this. She looked like Vanderlei Silva, and uh, and then on Joe Rogan's podcast, <clears throat> like how do we know? How do we know she's on steroids? And Joe Rogan, I think, says, I think, I think this was Joe Rogan says, like you check it by her dick size. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, I won't be, be surprised oh, if she's oh, on steroids because she's like looks like an Aztec warrior. Yeah. On heat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and a yeah. very nice person. She came to Malaysia a few times, actually. To, Is it? Uh, for tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I couldn't get to go see her, but uh, there was a training session, I think, in uh, uh, this place wow. called TNT Kickboxing. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she was actually wow. there, and my friend went actually to see her. Oh, she's uh, Bellator's women's featherweight champion right now. Good for her. She's Be- well, she's in Bellator, no longer yeah. in the UFC. Good for her. Good for Cyborg. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she's awesome. And in that sense, like in the fighter sense, like I'm like, oh my god, like how many women you see that are like actually so dedicated to this craft as much as she is? Even like Holly Holm, like the dedication that she has. People the tell original... her to like retire, retire, retire. She's like, nah, no, I'm cool. Uh, Yo, the, o- the first, the OG is Cyborg and Gina Carano. Those two, their fights oh. were what oh, made. Gina. MMA watch uh, uh, people watch MMA yeah Gina versus Cyborg so Cyborg respect so hang on I'm 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 thinking about Cyborg and I think this is gonna be this is gonna be a weird question but what's her ethnic heritage because she looks like she's three four okay so she is three four different ethnicities at the same time yeah 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 Portuguese African Yeah, 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 yeah 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 Okay, no, because I was trying to figure out. Okay, now now Google Vanderlei Silva with a W W A N Vanderlei L E I and it's Silva. It's yeah, Vanderlei Silva, hundred percent looks like her. Vanderlei, the ex murderer Silva. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude, that's why we. I mean, ideas. they look related. They, they, look related. they do look a little similar. I'm not gonna lie. They're not only related; they always they're like best friends as well. Oh, oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. But wait, Vanderlei Silver is also Brazilian, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So figures, yes. it figures. He was the guy who would give you an entertaining fight. Uh, yeah. For a brief time in his prime, his fights were must-watch. They were bloody. They were crazy. He would like, get cut like an animal, basically. Like there was. Yeah. A, he had I a remember. Block. He One of the first UFC just... fights I saw was from his, that he had this massive cut on the side of his head, like, get gushing blood out of it. Wow. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, you probably watched him in Pride. That was when he was the best, I think. Yeah. yeah. Pride was the Japanese UFC. They were around the same time. But in Pride, you, could, you can head stomp people. You can uh, kick soccer kick them in the head when they're on the ground. Yeah. But no elbows. But no elbows, though. Because elbows, no elbows are very... Elbows. UFC yeah. is the opposite. Elbows can, but no kicking on a downed opponent. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Weird. I mean, it really oh. depends on your style. 
Pride was where you watched the crazy because it's Japanese and they yeah. like a little you know animeness. Yeah. yeah. So you watch like Bob Sap fight like a fucking five foot three Japanese like crazy shit. Butterbean. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was Butterbean. Butterbean yeah, was impressive. Oh, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was shit. Holy wild. shit. Pride they... was crazy. But the, yeah, fuck. There was a uh, one Japanese guy who would fight uh, Akira Gono. He would fight backwards. <laughs> Wait, I think I've seen this. I think yeah. I've seen this. He, he fight backwards yeah. and he do the robot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh shit, I haven't I'm seen like, that shit. No. Akira the Gono, what is... yeah, I was like, is Kinjo doing MMA now? What the hell is going on? <laughs> you fight back, and I think he nailed one spinning back fist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One fight backwards. I oh, I can't God. remember. What's... Some some dude doing the robot and then somebody goes yeah. after him. Akira go, Akira go. He, yeah, he backfists, he's spinning backfist, and the dude just clocks out cold. And I'm like, the hell oh kind of cartoon God. bullshit is this? <laughs> I love you, Akira. I'm gonna cry. Well, stuff happened I... actually more than in earlier days of MMA than now. Okay, because yeah, like back in the day that they didn't have any fucking classes, it was just much more interesting. It's like you mm-hmm. see some sumo fighter fighting a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy or a yeah, yeah. Aikido guy got in to try to fight a guy who was like a kickboxer. It's just a right. It was it was it like was street a, fighters, a, basically. There's one it guy. Was, exactly. There was it's a black dude guy. who did karate, Rakim. A black okay. dude who did karate. It's exactly what you think Black Dynamite would be as an MMA fighter. He there wore like his key and it was glorious. There was a black dude, I forgot his name, but he, he used to come into the ring with one boxing glove. One boxing Yeah, only one hand had the boxing glove. I was like, what the fuck are you having one boxing glove for? Is it just have either two or leave leave? Wait, one wait, out? you say he was a black dude? Yeah, it was a black dude, yeah. Okay. Was he did he happen to be African? I don't uh, he know has that. a I, I think I know who we keep talking about. I also know who you're talking about. I just forgot his name. He's basically like a one-name guy. Like, yeah. uh, so, uh, Sokujo? Sokujo. Okay. So, so, let's talk about traditional martial arts here. Okay? In Africa, yeah. in, Niger- in the Nigerian continent, there is a style of boxing that's done amongst the tribes called Dambe. And you only use one glove. He, oh. I think okay. DJ from Street Fighter is based off of him, Sokujo. Yeah, he was yeah. wild, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think this is him. Yeah, Sokujo. Fucking hell. All right, yeah. that's interesting. That's a very interesting trivia, yeah. trivia information for our, about African martial arts, dudes. So, right Afri- now, African. Oh, sorry. Okay, so a lot of African martial arts highly underrated because it you is. don't see them. You don't yeah. see them. In their original form, but you see the leftovers of what happened once they get to the new world. So, for the longest time, old school British style boxing had no ducking and weaving. Okay, mm. the the goal was to punch each other in the face and see who passes out first. Whose mustache now, falls off first? Whose mustache? Fall, whose monocle falls out first? <laughs> who spits out that gin first? Right now, okay. <laughs> then what happened was. Uh, black people started getting in it, like former yeah. slaves would start getting into it, and former slaves they do it. They did then what Mayweather does now. They duck and weave and they dodge and they counterattack. Mm. And white people hated that shit because it looked chicken shit, right? Yeah. But it worked. It was effective, right? And there's and and this is one uh, black fighter in in America and in Britain. Who innovated that thing? I forget what his name is. I they've he's he featured recent, like in the eighties, seventies, or is no, like no, no, no. We're talking about the eight, we're talking about the eighteen hundreds. Okay, okay. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, so that style of boxing started to come around in the in the late eighteen hundreds, if I'm not mistaken, and that's where you get duck and weave. Right, black mm. people, black people introduced it. Now that's what... where the word weave comes from, also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 so people ask, okay, why, why is it that black people do this and white people don't know how to do this? And it's likely because they had boxing in Africa, but in Nigeria, in places like Nigeria and Ghana, mm, mm. it's called dambe. And dambe is the unarmed version of spear and shield fighting. 
and it's used for sparring, right? That's like your manhood test thing. So the idea is you got one hand for attacking and one hand for blocking, and the attacking hand is gloved, and the other attacking and the other hand is not, right? So when you told me there's a black dude who comes in with one glove, my first thought is, oh, he probably he's probably using dambe. And if you want to see an example of dambe in the modern world, Rizman, check this out. Doomfist is a dambe user. Oh, that big It's from a video game already. Overwatch. Oh, and he's Nigerian. Doomfist is Nigerian. But he's a okay. All right. Cool. So it cool. all comes around. It all comes around. Cool. And then you still have the proto, the prototypical version of oh capoeira in Africa, which yeah. became capoeira by the time it got there. But you still see the original version in Africa. I forget what the name is. Capoeira is the one art, uh, martial arts that no one knows how to do in MMA yet. I yeah. waiting for the day someone figures I've out. I've seen some people capoeira. like do moves. That are like Caporaro ish, but mm. it's not really anything yeah, that ever no really happened. I've seen Capoeira. I only heard it being used in prison, but very advanced form of Caporaro. That yeah. like the 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 there's an African uh, form of martial arts that like has Caporaro, but with imitation of animals. Mm, yeah, imitation of a monkey. Uh, yeah. I heard that uh, the black Africans in, the, in prisons like trained that sometimes. And uh, there was this prisoner that actually got like fucked up by it. And he said like, you just like suddenly, suddenly the dude would twist around and like give you a back fist and right yeah. in the middle of your face. You know, like how did that happen? So yeah, you, they're, dude, they're really overlooked. So you need to really look around. Capoeira street fights or so, you know, like you're at a thanks to Tekken, it became a thing. Yeah. It, it was, but, in in real life, so like you get in a fight with another in Brazil, Capoeira. Like, hey, you got a problem, man? Yeah, let's go a problem. We're fight. Let's go fight. DJ, drop us a beat. It's the weirdest form of Yo, fighting. I I need to share this with you because I got this from Reddit. Okay, Capoeira. there is a manga about Capoeira, and it's I'm gonna share it with you. It's called Batuque, and there's a move, what? and there's a move that's featured in this thing called Rabo de Araya. Rabo de Raya, okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's a this kick is upward into the under the jaw? On under the jaw. It literally means tail of the stingray. Oh. Fuck. Alright. Yeah. But in MMA, like what Connor was trying to do today actually. But there uh, you go. with a bit of a Connor was pulling on Dustin's gloves. Yeah. And would kick him upward. Yeah. Yeah, which the Dustin after the match was like, this son of a bitch was like cheating, it was like holding onto the the edge of my gloves, where the, oh, the bottom of it, and like tried to pull me in. I was like, oh, that cocksucker. Yo, so but I have seen in in MMA certain capoeira kicks in isolation, like mm. wheel kicks, meluas. I've seen that before. Someone got a wheelbarrow kick. Yeah. yeah. They did like the sideways kind of wee and it landed. It landed. <laughs> if you can throw your opponent off like one second where he goes, what the fuck is going on? He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. But, but that's the condition, right? He's got to be going, what the fuck is going on for about half a second. Yeah. He doesn't, you, yeah. you can't give him a chance to know, to bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> yeah. A lot of cool MMA finishes, man. I've seen yeah. someone do a DDT. The... Oh, there was one fight. It was a double KO. Uh, one of them did a DDT on the other. Mm-hmm. But the guy who did the DDT also fell on his head. So both of them got knocked both out. Them. It was uh, it was uh, Gray Maynard mm-hmm. versus... Uh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. He's one of my favorite fighters. I'm just blanking out right now. Fuck! It was the Jersey kid. Yeah, yeah. He talks like some the of these moves that happen. Like uh, the I saw the Boston Crab happen from the pro uh, wrestling. Seriously, you know, the Boston Crab. The Boston Crab. Yeah, the dude did a Boston Crab and he actually won. Holy! Sh- I didn't think that move would actually work. It actually <laughs> works because I had tried it on my friends back in Iran. Okay. Did I ever tell you the story about how it was a trip? It was a scout gathering. I was in the Sea Scouts when I was like 14. Okay. And we were all like, 
roughhousing, just playing around in between meetings for the troop meet. And uh, we were all into WWF. It was called WWF at the time. Yeah. And um, I thought, I'm going to put this one kid in a sharpshooter. Oh, yeah, this? that's a painful one. No, you haven't told me, but go ahead. Okay, so... Can I take my vape flavor? Hold on. Oh, okay, my okay. God. Reason man, you ain't even wearing pants. It was like watching an old man scuttle for his heart pills. The thing about your <laughs> the thing about your underwear is that it was also skin tone. So, yeah, yeah. I was like going like great, and now I'm seeing his cock. My, me a my, my skin color is just band aid. Yeah, I got Yo, it. Sometimes I'll put a band aid on, and I don't know where it is because I swear I got lose exactly like what it was weird. It was looking at it was looking at like a happy go lucky cheerful uh, Auschwitz yeah. victim just you're running for the first song. morsel of food. Yeah, <laughs> <You're probably laughs> it's heart pills. Oh my yeah. god, we are free. Uh, oh, is that the cheese? I I love cheese. Yeah, so. So I put this kid in a sharpshooter, okay? I'm twice his size. He's this chubby Chinese nerd. I'm just like, okay, man, are you ready? I'm going to put you in a sharpshooter. Yeah, man, do it. And I'm like putting him in the sharpshooter. <laughs> this dude is screaming as I'm doing it, right? He's just like, ah, I tap out, I tap out. And then my troop leader, who's like like three years older than me, and he's like, he looms over me like, what the hell? What the fuck are you doing? Right? Like, do you realize that you're going to permanently hurt this kid? Do you realize that you could permanently hurt your patrol mate? Go and apologize to him immediately. And then after the scout meet, I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't realize I was putting you in so much pain. Had I known, I would have. We would try. And then this was like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. You didn't hurt my back. And I'm like, why? Why were you screaming? And he said, Well, see, what happened was I was having an erection at the time, and it was bent <laughs> the wrong way. So when you put me in the sharpshooter, you were bending my dick in the wrong direction. That's oh. why I was screaming. And that's why he pees in his balls now. Now that's why he pees in his balls. Jesus Christ. Oh, and that's then why I realized. That's yeah, why he called a sharpshooter. Yeah, it hurts yeah. that one. And then I realized the submission holes makes this boy hard. I may have fucked him up. You may have, like, he might need his wife to like tie a collar around his neck and like yeah. well, as he climaxes to pull it back. He's gonna have, so he yeah. have a, he's gonna have to get a wife from like Thailand who does Muay Thai on the side, use him like a mm -hmm. fucking banana tree, just kick him around a little bit. Kick him around a little put bit. It you know, take a rubber take a rubber band tied around his leg and like just yeah, slap yeah. it. Put him in a rear naked choke. Right. Mm -hmm. First you choke the man, then you choke yeah. the chicken. That's how you do. <laughs> no, uh, he he can't tell his wife, so he feels embarrassed about it. So he has right, to do it right. in private. Himself, so every time he yeah. wants to have sex with his wife, he has to go to the toilet with a needle or something, stabbing yes. <laughs> himself. Or he somehow figures out how to do a headstand and gives himself a sharpshooter by bending backwards against the wall. <laughs> and he looks like he's possessed. He looks like he's possessed by the spirit of a of a boiled shrimp. It's not great. Ask Bill Cosby, ask his Bill Cosby to sleeper hole on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Talking about these moves, I did a DDT. I did a oh. DDT on my friend in Iran. Like, oh. like I did went down and just like his head like just went bam into the mat. It was on a mat because we were like, oh dude, a soft mat. Let's do some wrestling moves. And I did a DDT on him. It's a very risky move. Luckily nothing ah. happened to him and it was alright. But we're talking about moves that fuck people up. Mm. And DDT, yeah. the guy did DDT in MMA. This was about four years ago. Uh, yeah. Did DDT on the dude and he severed his spinal cord. Fuck. Ah. Yeah, the dude got paralyzed. Permanently oh, paralyzed no. from neck down. You, you, you see, wrestling is fake. No, no, yeah. no, no. So, okay. Not a move that requires your head to be in a very strange position under an yeah. armpit is yeah. definitely not an MMA, not not just a 
police do that. The police do the MMA police when do somebody that. tries to attack him. Dude, they need to ban uh, spiking an opponent's head from a throw. I've seen someone win with a with a, uh, a power bomb, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rampage Jackson won the fight with a power bomb, and really? the fucked up part about. Oh yeah, this was in Japan. I rem- mm-hmm. don't remember who was he fighting in Japan. This, a, this is Pride. Yeah. This was a wait. Let me see. Rampage. Right. Rampage was Page. famous for just slamming motherfuckers down. He had pretty Versus, good wrestling. Yeah. But he you weaponizes wrestling as opposed to taking people down in ground game. No, nah, no. Nah. He'll just like pick you up and then just drop you on your head. He has yeah, yeah. done that multiple times. Oh, and he, uh, there's German suplexes. Uh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, let me see who he power bombs because uh, this was an elite <sighs> fighter who he basically put an end to his entire MMA career after that. I think it was generally okay. Arona. Ricardo Arona? Arona, yeah. He got Arona into Arona puts him in a frontal uh leg Why do lock. I know these names? Why I haven't watched MMA sorry, sorry, this is just they, the Ramp- Arona. Arona puts him in a front what's it called? Uh I forgot the name of the move. It's a front choke move that they you uh triangle. It's a triangle. Arona uh, puts tri- him in a triangle. Yeah. But also, and and then Arona, and he's like struggling, and he's like, and Arona is like pulling on him. Arona's on the bottom. Rampage gets his, gets his feet on the ground, picks still up head man, down. Him. Picks him up all the way up, brings him down. It's the, the thing is that the power bomb wasn't the worst part of the whole story. The worst part is that because it's a triangle, you're pretty much almost clenching on the person you're you're yeah. triangling. Okay. You're like canoeing, you're cocooning yourself on top of the person. He, well, he brings him down because he, while they hit, the second they hit the floor, he headbutts him. Oh. He doesn't just get hit into the mat. He, as he hits to the mat and bounces back, his head goes into the rampage's head, rampage's uh, top top of the rampage's head. And like, he's, it's like a double knockout for him. And he could never fight the same way ever again. Ricardo Dude, I'm waiting like for... The concussion he received from that shit was enough to set him back for a billion years. Dude, he, he's slurring right now. He's like spitting out his oatmeal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, dude, looking back at it, Rampage Jackson is definitely going to get me too. This okay, Rampage Jackson is Rampage a bo- Jackson saw, like, a reporter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, okay, he is a six foot three black dude from Georgia who's so rampant, bro. And he's in Japan being interviewed by tiny Japanese girls. He would like pick him up, hump him, chase him around. This guy was like so fucking oh my god. Yeah, he's definitely gonna get me too. Yeah, one of these days. Yo, I got fucked up with that move. So uh, I was roughhousing with my one of my uh, friends when I was like uh, twelve. Mm. He, I, I told him to spinebuster me because it's a part of the script I wrote. I'm like spinebuster yeah. me, yeah. but he picks me up, and you, usually your hand is supposed to just flail in the air as yeah. he picks his, scoops you out. Dude, my hand was like a T Rex onto his chest. Oh shit. So, bro, he picks me up. I'm like, no, 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 no. My hands are... And then he just slams me down. And then he lands while my hands are like on top of my hands. My hands are like a T-Rex. And after two months, I could not write or do anything with my hands. I was too scared to tell my dad what happened. So I just went to school. And I would just not take notes. I would tell the teacher, like, hey, I can't feel my hands. I'm I'm in a lot of pain. It never healed. So every three days, my wrist flares up. Yeah, I have Ooh. horrible wrists. Yeah, I, you got some yeah. fucked up nerve damage yeah. there. That you I, have, didn't attend to. I I can't do push-ups. Yeah, yeah, push-ups is a yeah. nightmare for my wrists. Congrats, man. Dude, Ooh. you have a lot of issues. You need a full checkup in the yeah. hospital. Like, the more you speak, the more concerned I get my about the way is... you're fucking surviving right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. serious. This is I'm like... I'll, uh, like, I'll text. If I text for longer than, like, 10 minutes, that's it. My wrist is fucked for the whole day, and I need to ice it. That's how bad it is. God yeah. damn. Yep. Wait, so all those times you were writing furiously all those comedy notes oh, in your exercise book. I am in pain, bro. Yeah. Good. You use the, the point pain. where it's like numb. 
But yeah. I have to like force it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts. It hurts. Ooh, that is not fucking hell, dude. So rough Jesus. housing is rough housing can be pretty bad. Like I, I snapped my ACL tr- doing an axe kick. How old were you? I was seventeen. Oh my god! And it was a good axe kick too. Knee to the chest, all the way down. Then the then my my foot caught in the groin of um of somebody's pants. And then the other leg, the standing leg, was what twisted sideways. And then ACL gone. Oh, I could see. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. I, I, I injured my elbows, so now they're all fucked up because we were doing jujitsu. And the yeah. partner who I was doing jujitsu with wasn't mm-hmm. going at the same because we were just doing the doing the drills. We weren't we weren't really yeah. sparring. And uh, the partner I had, it's a, it's called the double uh, double elbow lock, which is like right. your arms are on. It's like when you're trying to choke somebody, your hands are on yeah. their throat, but on the ground, you're trying to pin them down. Right. What they would do is that they would they would seal your they would seal the arms in their chest, mm-hmm. so that you, so you can remove them, jump and put place their legs right. um, on side on your shoulders and snap yeah. their hip right so by tapping oh. their hips up they will because your arms are already restrained you cannot go left you cannot go right the only way is up yeah and uh the bitch who i was doing the doing the move with like went hard up and my elbows yeah. from this side it just went kick, and i felt uh. like a big, it felt like luckily i didn't break him like right, right. i'm pretty I'm lucky i've recovered from it but i could tell i could feel guitar strings in my under my mm. elbow, there yeah. were guitar screws that I could play with. That was like oh. snapping out. I was, that is and then, not oh, I, I, well, here's the thing for that: if you're training martial arts, there's something called the receipt, and you need yeah. to have the, the the pro wrestles have that as well. So it's like somebody hurts you, you hurt them back to right. to stop doing that shit. So I was yeah. like, oh, she was like, oh, did I hurt you? And because it was bad, because like we weren't doing it, so she knew, so she just yeah. didn't pay attention. Right. And uh, she was, oh, I was uh, sorry. I was like, oh, it's okay. Come on top of me. She came on top of me and I did the same to her. Yeah. <laughs> and she never did that again. She paid attention yeah. next time. Yes. Dude. Yeah. Hey, you should, what belt are you? Oh, no, no. I'm not a. I'm not really. I'm, I don't do that. I don't do. I do Krav Maga mixed with uh, BJJ and also. Krav Maga? Uh, are you to fish hooking, my guy? Yeah, I only got to I got to uh, I'm in P two level. Right. Right. right yeah. Right. So I'm on the second level. Yeah. I, I was about to go for my third, but then I decided to stop. So I I was like I was like a month before my third uh, third degree, but yeah. I, I stopped there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, but I'm really itching. Like uh twenty twenty sure. my plan was to start doing martial arts but in parts do take two particulars like yeah. Just do BJJ and boxing, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but then the pa- the pandemic happened and I fucking stopped that shit. Mm. Another yeah. uh, martial art still has not yeah. been or uh, done. I want to talk about this, by the way. Mm. It, it is in MMA, but the thing is, uh, in Krav Maga, the whole purpose of it is that I need to gouge your eye out to basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so yeah. extreme, dude. It's so the extreme. Thing about the thing is, is like at the extreme level, it's very good for Israelis or shit like this. But like somebody attacks you quickly, and you try to respond as quick and efficient as you can, and get the fuck out. Yeah, you're not there to really try to knock fight somebody out. Dirty, man. Yes. Requires you because Israelis fight fucking dirty, man. Like, oh, somebody, gra- somebody grabs your arm, bite their, bite their hand, and then like do, do this. If you couldn't like do anything else, bite it. If you have a pen, stick it in your eyeball. Dude, yeah. that's, that's how. That's how a six-year-old fight. That's how I used to fight with my sisters when we were when I was like six, man. They fight dirty. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. they fight fucking, fucking dirty. Yeah, no, I like I like the dirty fight. It's much better than the honorable fights, but. Oh, man. <laughs> but I want to ask, what do you guys think about the trash talk in MMA? I don't like. I it should have came. Okay, there were pioneers in trash talking MMA. There was Tito Ortiz. There was uh, Rampage Jackson. Uh, Chael Sonnen brought it to another level, and Chael Sonnen and Anderson Silva too. I think it was their first pay per view to hit a million. I think. But what do you think about the trash talk, dude? Dude, the trap Chill Sodden will be like uh 
Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. You filthy Brazilian rat living in your fucking favela. Oh, dude, Brazilians wanted sent him death threats every yeah. single day. Yeah, he had to go to Brazil to do a press. And they, they needed like uh, uh, him to be transported in a bulletproof vehicle. And, and they couldn't have like Brazilian security. Because even the Brazilian security might have killed Chael Sonnen. And the hype for that fight was the first true, like, this is it. This is, like, people who are not MMA fans are watching this fight. Yeah. But the second fight was horrible. It ended in, like, 30 seconds. It was one of the war. Uh, Chil Sonnen missed a spinning backhand fist and fell. And then Anderson Silva just, like, beats him down the worst fucking fight. But, dude. And then Conor McGregor. Mwah, dude, I'm, I'm so sad seeing him now just losing today. But like wait, the rise of Conor McGregor leading up to Jose Aldo was legendary. I'm yeah. so happy to have witnessed that and followed that with my eyes. I have not felt that way about sports since. Yeah. I've never been excited over a fight. Fuck 13 seconds. But now, I get where this question is going to already. But now, MMA and boxing... It's only trash talking, but no one backs it up. You can see in Jake Paul, Logan Paul, a lot of TikTokers. Dude, it's not just them. There are uh, the, what they call TikTok boxers. These pretty boys with like purple blue hair with like 2 million followers on TikTok. They fight other TikTokers and they just talk shit. And it's like the most boring fight ever. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Boxers, yeah, be- boxing fans don't watch before, it. Before you, yeah, before you go, I want to know what Rakib has to say about this. Oh my god. Before you take I it mean, off on a different tangent, I want to stick finish I mean, this. Off. I think my main my main gripe with trash talking in any sport, you know, whether it was whether it's now, whether it's the the streamers trying to be fighters, uh, the the TikTok and YouTube is trying to be fighters, or all the way back to Muhammad Ali. Yeah, okay. the first comedian. By the, the way, the first comedian. I no. read a book. That said, uh, back in his day, athletes didn't need to be funny. They just had to be. That's what they just had to yeah. be athletic. They would yeah. smoke cigarettes, drink beers during a game. Oh, do shrug- coke, yeah, do coke. Do and Muhammad Ali was the first ever athlete to provide entertainment. He was the first comedian ever. Yeah, yeah. So my gripe is that it's not witty anymore. Ah, it's all hack. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, personal. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's trash it's getting, talking. It's getting but dirty. It's, it's getting dirty too. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, but there's no roasts. There's no actual roasting. Yeah. This is just name calling at a playground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, mind it, but I know it's like exactly you, what you mean. Yeah. But if you're not gonna put, you know, if you're gonna be trash talking, put some put some uh, writing into it or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, because it's like. Otherwise, don't bother. Because, like Rizman said, it's like back. If you're gonna be trash talking this side, you better back it up. Dude, there's right? a white like, kid. Uh, I Justin Gaethje. He is like a depressed bo- white boy. We love him. Uh, this one dude was like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you, Justin. Tomorrow, you're fucking dead." And it just like, "Kill me. I want to die. Do it." And then the black dude's like, "Nani?" And then he just like, "People, <laughs> dude." And then and then the 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 dude just lost la. Yeah, yeah, Justin just died with it. It was so funny, man. <laughs> I want to die. Kill me. I don't care. Do it tomorrow. Who gives a fuck? The thing is, is that the what, what was it like? You're mentioning like. Oh, yeah, Muhammad Ali is the first trash talker who like really would get under the under person's skin. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, as you mentioned, it's like it, it was roasts. It was classy. Yes. It wasn't. Yes. He uh, wouldn't say like I'm gonna fuck your wife. Like yeah, Connor. Connor is dead pretty much. Connor yeah. is a star. Will never. Nobody's gonna pay hundred million dollars to him to put, no. do another fight. No, no. Uh, I did. I did like that suit he wore with the fuck yous on the pinstripes. The fuck I did like. On was, I would love to have that suit. Yes, it was a beautiful suit. I would love yes. that suit. But that's as far as he went. After after um, Mayweather, he's he's just after Mayweather and uh, the fight with Cowboy. But Cowboy is no wasn't no was no longer really an elite fighter. His star started to diminish. And uh, like (laughs) Muhammad Ali went to the extent, like, have you seen the footage of Sonny Liston shooting a gun at him with fake bullets with blanks? Dude, I, 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 he, he, 
he Muhammad Ali follows Sonny Liston into a casino. Sonny Liston is trying to play a game, and uh, he's just mining. And Sonny Liston is like cool, cool head, cool as cucumber, yeah. just doing his thing. Muhammad Ali is just on his right ear, like yeah, yo, champ, yeah, you gotta do this, yeah, you gotta do this. doing that thing that Ali does, and it's like yeah. nibbling at the guy. And the dude just takes out a gun and points right at his face. Muhammad Ali just bolts. <laughs> he and his friends. I mean, when it's I see a Vietnam it, flashbacks. So sorry, he, never mind. He, <laughs> he was never in Vietnam. <laughs> he just take out the gun, takes out a gun, and I point at it. And I think he shot. He make he just shoots once. And like Muhammad Ali is running away, and everybody is like dead silent. And Sonny Liston just turns around and lifts up, like just op- or lifts up the side of his coat. Yes. points a gun at it and shoots it and it's like fake fake bullets and like he doesn't even say he just like sh- shrugs and goes yeah. back to playing the game <laughs> physical <laughs> comedy i like it physical yeah. comedy but the thing is is like that guy it, at the same time imagine if that gun was real like oh and he yeah would, but like the way he took it out, ah. you could feel like he's like, you piece of shit. How about you yeah. fuck off kind of a yeah. thing. Now they do it over Twitter. Now yeah. they, like, uh, they do it over Twitter. Like, okay, yeah, like, the way Twitter. Connor approached <laughs> Jose Aldo was fantastic. It was just like Jose wanted to get into the cage to fuck him up. Because he couldn't speak English, so he couldn't like defend himself. Yeah, yeah part of the <laughs> Aside yeah. from he couldn't defend himself. The thing is, even if he could, he just didn't do any good job about it. And he was telling him, as I tell your wife to break out the break out the panties. Break mm. out the red, red panties. It's red panty night. It's yeah. red panty night, honey. And, uh, and he said, like, I feel like Jose Aldo is like a child right now that I need to yes. take a look after. Jose yeah. was mentally fucked up after at that fight. 13 right. seconds and he was done. Oh, poor but guy. after that, like, Connor just kind of went way beyond, especially the closer he got to Habib. Yes. Like, like before that, Connor would have these witty things. It's like, the, I forgot the guy who's a wrestler uh, was saying, like, hey, Connor. Oh, Chad Mendes. Chad Mendes, he said, like, Chad Mendes was like, hey, Connor, you know what wrestling is? And he said, yeah, I'd be resting my balls on your, th- on your forehead. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so it was witty. And the closer it got to fights with um, Khabib in particular, it just became like he, took, he tweeted a picture of his wife. Yeah. This was after he lost, actually. Mm-hmm. He tweeted a picture of his wife to him. Talk shit about his father, I think, at one point. And like out it that his uh, coach like uh, uh, paid money for ISIS or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Crazy he did say shit. that. He said, "Yeah, your your coach paid money for ISIS, supports ISIS, and shit like that, and all that crap that he did." Like he, he and he just kept getting more and more personal. And the fact that he lost and he yes. kept doing it, it became more and more dirty. And you could tell, like, he's just not the same anymore. He's now just a sore loser, basically. Right. Today. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Today, no, it's, we have say. No, no, sorry. I was just going to say that it's almost as if he's trying to overcompensate for something at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then he became the nice guy, Connor, after Khabib basically folded them into a pretzel and fucked them to death. <laughs> Yeah, the fight, uh, the fight with Dustin today was your third fight. First the fight, Connor fight. won. The yeah. second fight was after Khabib, and Connor was so nice. He's like, "Hey, let's put the on second, a good show, yeah. yeah let's second, put on a good show for the audience." The second fight, the second fight was with actually Cowboy. No, 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 no. the fight. He was so nice oh, to wait, Dustin. Wait, the second fight. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, There's, oh no, oh yeah, yeah. With this Dustin, yeah, he was very nice. Second fight that he had with Dustin, he was like a gentleman. Same with same with Cowboy. He uh, was just like, oh my god, like you're my brother, shaking hands and all that. He knew he didn't, but the fun problem with that was that you could tell there is this. I don't know. It felt fake. With with uh, with uh, Poirier, the second fight, it felt really fake. Especially like he was holding up his hot sauce and said, I will donate $500,000 to the charity that you own. Right. And uh, then he lost the fight and then he didn't pay the money to to him. Uh... He didn't pay the money. And then he said, you're taking my kindness as weakness. Mm-hmm. And then he lost the fight today with a, pretty much a fight that was like, you could tell he was losing. 
But even by chance or whatever, Connor got taken down. Connor had these punches in. He broke his leg and he was on the ground, trash talking to him after the fight was over and saying, like, your wife is in my DMs. Right. Yeah, no, it sounds desperate at that point. Yeah, and he's like laughing when he was like being taken out on that stretcher. And I was going like, it's Uh, over, Connor. The party's over, man. Sorry. It's a bit sad at that point, actually. It's a little sad. It's like just man up to man up to losing it. Yeah, yeah, no. Man up that you fucked up. Man up that you're you might have needed to change your uh, coaches because I think his coaches are shit. To be honest with you, really. I really think his coaches, like, his coaches, like, taught him what they could on the, the striking ground to a certain extent, but he has stopped progressing. Yeah. I see. With yeah. Cowboy, you can say, yeah, he did the shoulder thing great, but the problem is that, yeah, the ca- Cowboy yeah. fight was great, but the thing is, like, Cowboy wasn't the same Cowboy as he was back in a, back in a day. Yeah, and that was my take on it. Like, yeah, he's a great fighter, but the thing is, is like, he's just—it's just that it didn't feel like a proper match for Connor. Yeah. For <sighs> now he lost, and I don't think there's gonna be anything, anything more for him. No matter how much Probably. he tried to get Khabib back in, he was Khabib fucked him up. Khabib was done with him. He had a Ronda Rousey syndrome. After they make a lot of money, they kind of get distracted, you know? Yeah, yeah instead of like Instead you of putting the Rocky extra 3? hours. You know Rocky Rocky 3 with Mr. T? Mm-hmm. He said like the, the Apollo Creed comes to him and says like, hey, you know, the thing is that you got comfortable. That's You're no right. longer hungry. That's right. The, Mr. T's character, he's hungry. That's why he can he can eat you. Mm. You're no longer hungry. Now you need to find that hunger again. Yo, so that's reason. Reason, man. Did you say you bumped into Khabib at one point? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He before he got super famous. This was probably like two fights into the UFC. He tried to start a, a Bahrain MMA camp with uh, the Prince. Um, the Prince of Bahrain is a huge fan of MMA. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Khabib was in like that part of the Middle East for like two years. Yeah, he was like training there a lot, but now he 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 started his own camp. But yeah, two years, my uh, I knew a lot of MMA fighters, and they like Khabib, yalla, we we go to uh, uh get food, and then they got food near my neighborhood, and then Khabib, and then Khabib, I just I showed Khabib my favorite soup spot. Yeah. And he fucking loves it, dude. He's like, this is my favorite soup in the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite soup yeah, yeah, yeah. spot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I took Khabib to my favorite soup spot. And then I just watched him enjoy my soup. And I'm like, all right, thank you. That's all I needed. I, I like, he would not like me. I just know. Because, you know, as soon as I talked, I know he would. So, I just like go there for soup. I like the soup. And then he just sat down and eat the soup. This is very nice soup. This is my favorite soup. And I'm like, all right, goodbye. I said, bye to my friends. I'm out. I don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to bomb. Yeah. I want to have, I want to leave with a pleasant memory yeah. of Khabib or Mike Yeah, my buddy's trained with Khabib and said he was, dude, the Dura, he doesn't play around. He has no iPhone apps. He just uses his phone to call his wife. All he does is pray, uh, eat, uh, sleep, train. That's it. No TV, no movies, no music, no nothing. The guy just fights, man. He's from a village of warriors. He's from Dagestan, like warrior land. Yeah, in the apartment where he was staying at, he he took down all the furniture and cabinet and put a mat to wrestle more. So after they came home from the gym, they would wrestle more in the apartment. That is how dedicated this man is. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, he's gonna beat. Connor, because Connor is right now probably at a bar or or a disco or a club. Yeah, and he got him like Khabib is a respectful fighter and like very devoted Muslim, like, and he like really like went above and beyond to insult him. So for Khabib to get mad like that and say yeah. like, I'm going to smash this guy, I'm going to change his face. Yeah, and, no. and the bad thing about it is that like you could Khabib was a Connor fan. Oh, Khabib is... loved Connor. Like ordered his T-shirts. 
Oh man, that and like there's pictures of him on the internet. They're like, let's go, champ, do the thing. And then Connor like went into this be very started this weird beef of trying to fuck everyone. I I believe like I honestly believe if Connor trained with Habib and his camp, he would have been still a champ at least something of a champion right now. Yeah, no, but that makes me really sad. You know, you meet your hero and he's treating you like shit. Yeah, he, he, really he like, before that is good, but the second they reached the fight thing, he just started like trash talking him and like because uh, one of Connor's camp members, uh, I don't know, met Habib and said something to Habib. Habib slaps him, doesn't slap him hard, but just kind of just go like kind of just hits yeah. him in the face or something. He says something to Habib. I don't know what was the cause of the beef. Ugly. I think it was this was prior to the fight happening. This was like Ugly. when Habib became the champ and he became. There was something about them. Khabib's uh, crewmate threw shit at Connor's bus and broke the windows and shit. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're, yeah. You're reversing the story, my friend. Uh, Connor goes to Khabib while he's my in bad. the bus, and Connor throws a trolley at the glass of the bus, causing one of the fighters because it wasn't just Khabib; there was a bunch of other fighters. My one bad. of the glass shards cuts the guy's eyeball. Oh, no. Yeah, it goes into his eyeballs. Like... It was really ugly, man. And not the entertaining. I mean, it wasn't yeah. something like, what? Nah. Like, it wasn't like... like, it wasn't Nate Diaz. Look, here's the thing. It was not Nate Diaz, Connor beef. The problem with that was it honestly felt like a little guy is fighting a giant who he is scared of and knows he's scared of, but his crowd is actually amping him up, so he has to do something. Right. Connor looked like a guy, like, you know, like Tyson became a, became Tyson and like had a bunch of people around him. They were like all trying to munch at him and telling him, go champ, go champ, and he, feeding his ego. Yeah. That's how it felt. Because nobody in the crew that Connor had basically told him at any point to not do this. Everybody were like, yeah, yeah, we're going to run to the bus and you're going to grab the trolley and you're going to throw it at the bus. Great. And then after their fight ended, uh, both of their camps start fighting in and outside the ring. It was oh, yeah. very ugly. It was after very the fight ugly. ended, somebody was still trash-talking. Khabib jumps off the fucking, uh, jumps off the thing. And all yeah. that shit okay. It was ugly. That. But yeah. like Connor, like you could tell like the way like the fucked up part of was the bitter, bitter part of the fight was that Connor in round one or two tells Khabib it's just business. And I'm like, was it just business, Connor? Did it? Was it worth it? Because if he done half the trash talking and still maintains some integrity in that thing with yeah. him, yeah, it would have been a much more pleasant fight for me to see. Because I was a Connor fan prior to that fight, somewhat. I was a fan of him, like when he won against Jose Aldo. But the more closer he got to the Khabib fight, the more asshole he became. I was like, yeah. I was kind of going like, I hope Khabib just fucks you up, man, because you need yeah. some, you need to kick in the ass right now. But well, at, at least you showed him the soup. He, who knew, Rizman, the soup you gave Khabib Nurmagomedov is really good soup, dude. Is, is the <laughs> is the cause of him winning all these really good soup, dude. And winning at the top of his game and retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was uh, the soup place was next to a Popeye's chicken, Subway, and Vanelli's pasta kind of mishmash. Yeah. The soup was its own entity. No one bothered. I'm like, I'm going to give the soup a check. And it was my little secret. I kept, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my go to. Yeah. It's so good too. Do you miss Bahrain? Want to go back there? No. Okay. No. There's, dude, uh, it's really, there's nothing to do there. Uh, the soup was the only highlight of it. And some soup. of my friends are either <laughs> that soup and the seas of seas of ketamine. There's not, there's not much there. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, dude. Soup, it's cough a, syrup, and Khabib. That's that, that's your yeah. diary. Bahrain is a place one would go to after they retire and have a lot of money and just want a peaceful existence where nothing happens. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the Miami of the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the bride of no, the Middle it's, East. No, uh, it's Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Yeah, okay. not, like Singapore. Like nothing. There's like one or two bars. or cl- Not because of religious problems, but just because it's so small. It's right. smaller than Penang, guys. Damn. Yeah. There's not much you yeah. can do. 
Yeah, fuck. Yeah. We used to have that six years ago. I met Rich Franklin once, uh, already. Rich Franklin, who's that? Uh, the, the UFC fighter, early I days. Uh, black know. and pink trunks. I he, don't know. He was famous for teaching himself MMA. He was a math teacher up until he was like 25 and then bought these home instructional MMA videos. And he trained himself MMA and then he went into some amateur fights and he became UFC champion. That's how he started. Sure, sure. I think I think Badass. they base I think they base Warrior, the movie with Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton, uh, uh, on his character. Yeah, Seriously? shit, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that wasn't a bad film. Rich, that was Rich. when Tom Hardy used to still talk. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was when Tom Hardy used to actually articulate what he was the, oh. the lines that would feed him. That yeah. was the first movie that made me cry. Yeah, that, that movie, Warrior. That movie made you cry? Yeah, yeah, yeah the ending. It got to oh, me. Shit. It got to me, man. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> you guys want to talk about now back to the topic of because we moved from one part one point that Raki mentions uh talking about the people who have stand up specials who do not deserve a stand up special. Or no no, rather um comedians that are really great but don't have their own stand up specials yet even though we feel like they should. 